0: Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. I'm your host, Pastor Rich, and I have a question for you today. What if I told you that salvation isn't about what you must do, but rather about the incredible, awe-inspiring grace of our Lord Jesus Christ? Join me as we dive into the wisdom of scriptures and unveil a message that has stood through the ages. Now, before we get into the heart of the matter, let me take you on a journey. Picture this a small, close knit community where faith is the bedrock of their existence. But imagine that within this very community there are individuals facing challenges, people whose hearts are heavy with the weight of religious rituals and demands. Their lives, my friends, are anything but easy. You see, false teachers have infiltrated whispering deceitful words claiming that one must be circumcised and partake in Jewish rituals to earn God's acceptance. The message is clear. To be accepted by God, one must perform certain actions. But the irony lies in the fact that these false teachers couldn't even keep the laws themselves. Their own salvation remained elusive, even as they preached their erroneous gospel. Now, let's turn to the Word of God, to the book of Galatians, where Apostle Paul, inspired by divine wisdom, delivers a message that cuts through the fog of confusion. In Galatians 6, verses 14-15, through Paul declares, But far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world." For neither is circumcision anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. So let's break down these verses. Boasting in the cross. Paul starts by expressing that he refuses to boast or take pride in anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. This means that the central focus of his faith and confidence is not in his own achievements or good works, but in the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross, The cross symbolizes Christ's redemptive work and the forgiveness of sins. Then he talks about crucifixion of the world. So I think Paul further explains that through the cross, the world has been crucified to him and he to the world. This signifies a radical transformation in his perspective and priorities. The allure of worldly values and concerns no longer holds the same sway over him. Instead, he is now focused on the spiritual realities and the eternal values represented by the cross of Christ. Then we see in verse 15, he talks about circumcision and uncircumcision. So in the context of this Galatian church, some individuals were promoting the idea that circumcision, a Jewish ritual, was necessary for Gentile believers to be fully accepted by God. Paul in this verse makes it clear that neither circumcision nor uncircumcision matters in the context of salvation. What truly matters is something far more significant, and that is a new creation. So the central message here is that what counts in the Christian life is being a new creation. This means that when a person puts their faith in Jesus Christ and accepts his sacrifice on the cross, they are spiritually reborn. They are transformed from the old sinful nature into a new spiritual creation. This transformation is the result of God's grace and the work of the Holy Spirit in the believer's life. These words, my friends, are golden. They are so important to understand in a world that constantly demands human achievement and accolades. Paul reminds us that the true gospel leaves no room for boasting. It is centered on Christ, where the cross of our Lord takes the central stage. The cross, the epicenter of our existence, is a testament to the profound love and unwavering justice of God. But to truly grasp the power of this message, let me share a quote from a remarkable Christian from history, Charles Spurgeon. In the midst of his struggles and challenges that all pastors have, Spurgeon held tightly to the essence of the true gospel. He once said, I have a great need for Christ. I have a great Christ for my need. Now let's bring this message home and consider how it applies to your life. If you've ever felt burned by the weight of religious expectations, remember these four things. Number one, embrace the true gospel Shift your focus from what you must do to what Christ has already done for you. His sacrifice on the cross is enough. So imagine you're drowning in a vast ocean and you're struggling to stay afloat. Your efforts to swim to safety are futile, and you're on the verge of exhaustion. Then a rescue boat arrives with a skilled lifeguard. Instead of trying to save yourself, you surrender to the lifeguard's capable hands. You trust that their experience and the float they offer you will rescue you. In this scenario, the lifeguard's actions represent Christ's work on the cross. Embracing the true gospel is like letting go of your own efforts to save yourself, and entrusting in Christ's saving grace. Number two, reject self-salvation. You don't have to save yourself through works or rituals. Trust in the grace of Jesus. Rejecting self-salvation means acknowledging that your own efforts, no matter how well-intentioned, cannot free you from the bondage of sin. Instead, you trust in Jesus who holds the key to your salvation and offers His grace to unlock the door to freedom. Number three, find your identity in Christ alone. Your worth is not determined by religious acts, but by your salvation and relationship with the Savior. You don't have to strive to earn your worth through religious acts. Your worth is inherent, given by God, and realized through your relationship with Christ and your place in his spiritual family. And finally, number four, boast in the cross. Let the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ be the source of your joy and confidence, for it is the epicenter of your new creation. Envision an artist who, after years of hard work and inspiration, completes a masterpiece. The artist's joy and confidence come from their creation's beauty and significance. The cross of our Lord Jesus Christ is the masterpiece of our faith. It's where God's love and grace and justice converged, and where our sins are forgiven. Boasting in the cross means finding your greatest joy and confidence in what Christ achieved for it is the epicenter of your new spiritual creation. Just as an artist delights in their masterpiece, you find your greatest delight in the work of the cross. Now, let's take some time to pray together, dear listeners. Heavenly Father, we come before you with grateful hearts, acknowledging the truth of the gospel. We thank you for the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, which has redeemed us from the futile pursuit of self-salvation. And Lord, as we ponder the words of Paul in the book of Galatians, we find comfort and peace in the fact that our identity is rooted in Christ, not in our own works. So help us to reject the false gospels that demand our efforts in self-righteousness. Instead, Lord, may we embrace the true gospel, resting in the knowledge that it's not about what we do, but what Christ has done for us. And we echo the words of Charles Spurgeon, I have a great need for Christ. I have a great Christ for my needs. And it's in Jesus' holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me on this enlightening episode of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. Remember, it's not about what you must do to earn God's favor. It's about the grace and love of our Lord Jesus Christ. Embrace His truth and share it with others who may benefit from this message. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Together, we can spread the message of the true gospel and the liberating power of the cross. Until next time, may the peace of our Lord be with you, and may you find joy and freedom in the cross of Christ.